What's happening, guys? Thank you for coming. Thanks for hanging out. Morning, studio. Morning. We're here on Thursday. You know, yesterday's show, I was talking about if you had triplets or quadruplets because there was a story of a woman who had quadruplets and she did no fertility treatments. She was just like, uh-oh, I got four kids in me now. I was like, man, that must really rock your world. I would love to have twins. I got first, boop, couple twins. You're pretty much covered. I'm sure it's a lot of work. I'm sure a baby's a lot of work. But triplets or quadruplets, you don't have enough hands and eyes. You know, that would be the situation. On the phone now is Shandell in North Dakota. Hey, Shandell, you had triplets. Is that true? Yes, it is. And did you know triplets were, at what point in the pregnancy did you know it was triplets, I guess is my question. <laughs> um, from the first, well, the second ultrasound that I had. The first ultrasound, we thought it was just twins. And then the second ultrasound showed triplets. So when they tell you it's twins, what's your feeling? <laughs> I just laughed. I had no other reaction than just laughed. Did you have twins in your family where that was a bit expected? No. These were, we had meds. We used infertility meds to get pregnant. And so they say, okay, you have two kids. And you laugh and you're like, well, this is going to be awesome. But it's going to be a little more than we expected. You go back the third time and they say, hey, one of your babies was hiding behind the other baby. Is that what happened? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then what do you do this time? Do you laugh again or do you get a little nervous? I laughed. My husband was speechless for about three days. He did not know how to process it. <laughs> and so you had the babies and uh, what was the boy to girl ratio? One boy, two girls. And how old are they now? They're seven months old. And what have you learned about having triplets as opposed to just having the standard single baby? Oh, man, that I wasn't tired before when I just had one baby. I'm really tired now. Is it like whack-a-mole? That's what I think. Because, you know, you, you try to whack, but then it comes up. Some, is it, you know, you get one of them settled and asleep, and then another one starts to cry. Is that what triplets is like? Um, or they all cry at the same time, and you just have to let them cry and silence them one by one. How, yes. many, how many kids do you have total? Whack-a-mole is a good way. Seven. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. 16, 15, 11, 3, and then the triplets. Oh I'm assuming the goal was four kids, and now you have seven. Correct. Oh, oh my Correct. God. What, what do, do you do, do for a living situation? Like a house, do you, are the triplets all in the same room? Do you guys have a big enough house to, to put everybody in their own We rooms? have a five-bedroom house, and so the triplets are, yes, in one room, and then two of the other siblings are in a room, and then the two oldest have their own room. Did you name them similar names? Remy, Ivor, and Jovi. Oh, not at all. It's all not different. like Billy, Willie, and Chili, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times that's what happens. Well, I mean, right. when I say I'd like to have twins first, what do you think about that? I think if you know no, nothing else, you haven't had a singleton, I think twins would be doable. Mm -hmm. Are you going to have any more kids? No. Mm-mm. I had a C-section for the triplets, and we shut things down that night. <laughs> Interesting bar analogy. Yeah, shut, shut it down. It down. <laughs> no longer open for business. But everybody's healthy, huh? But you're good and you're rocking. Yes, we're rocking. We are blessed. Are you, we had a healthy trio. Uh, are you broke? <laughs> I mean, can, sort can, of. can I help I mean, out in any way? Can I Venmo you 20 bucks? Like, it seems like that's a lot. <laughs> that costs a lot of money, those three kids at once. Diapers. We actually cloth diapered. Oh my, that's a, crazy wow. enough. 
But okay, I mean, yeah, you're saving yeah. a lot on diapers, but I'm sure that's a lot to clean and keep up it's with. a lot of laundry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and what about yeah, a car? So get a load of laundry a day. Um, we got a Honda Odyssey, so not we can't fit the whole family in there. We can fit eight out of the nine of us in there, but when you've got a 16-year-old, she never wants to do anything with the family anyway. <laughs> Does the 16-year-old no. or the 13-year-old, I believe you said, help out with the triplets? Um, the 16 and the 15-year-old, no. They, I mean, they do when they have to, but they're more into, you know, being teenagers and hanging out with their friends and talking on the phone. They're more into the 11 year old is the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the 11-year-old's the biggest help. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing your story with us. That's that's crazy. Yes. What about when you feed these kids? Do you, do they get full meals, or do you like just cut off a little for each one so you can, you know, actually manage to feed them all? Like my oh. dog, sometimes I sometimes I get a little less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just learning baby food, so I have to keep them entertained. And while I'm feeding one, somebody's playing with food. The yeah. other one's playing with toys. Yeah, it's a mess. But well, thank you for sharing your story. That's that yeah. is wild, and thank you for listening. And I hope you have an awesome day with the kids. You too. All right, bye bye. And triplets, that'd be a game wow. changer. But yeah, and you have a th- she also has a three year old. I get this. The older kids can kind of take care of themselves. Listen, she's, a she's in North Dakota. That three year old's out in the field already working. <laughs> oh. yeah. I've been up there. I know how, how our friends in North Dakota are. It's up there. She's up there pushing the plow. You know okay. what I mean? Well, uh, thank you for the call. That is wild. Here's a voicemail from Avery in Raleigh, North Carolina. Bobby, I have a complaint. Whoever makes the YouTube thumbnails, I think should get in trouble for spoiling the show. Stand on the street corner with a sign and get a thousand hawks because they completely ruined that Amy lost the hotshot challenge. That's interesting. I think the bigger story was that Amy lost and almost died. I think if you spun, it's like, hey, watch to see who loses. And it was pretty funny. I think the header should have been, okay, watch and see who takes the hot shot. However, I agree with Morgan. I assume, Morgan, this is you? Yeah, this is me. I agree with Morgan. The headline was, Amy takes a shot and almost dies on the air. What happened? So it was a (laughs) spoilish, but not, I, I agree with that. So, no honks for you, Morgan. Oh, thank you. Yes, but I Avery, try to be very careful not to spoil anything. Thank you for reaching out, though, Avery. We need listeners to be vigilantes yes. for spoiler justice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. guess. Uh, also, let's go and do voicemail number three. Morning, studio. Just a quick question for Bobby. Do you plan on writing another book anytime soon? I really enjoyed the first two. Thanks. Thank you for asking. Um Yes, I'm done. It's a kid's book about animals that's going to benefit animal charities it, but till next year. We've been done forever, but it takes forever to get somebody to draw it. We're done, but now we're just waiting for our slot to be released and promoted. So next year, the kid's book will come out. Uh, let's do one more voicemail. For so long, I thought Ray had his own nightly radio show because I would listen to McKitty. I know you guys probably know who he is, but if you guys have ever heard his voice, I just always thought it was Ray under, like, a pseudonym. And I, until just, like, yesterday, realized that Ray and McKitty are entirely different, but their voices sound so similar. So if you guys can, like, compare those so that you know what I'm talking about, that would help me feel a lot less crazy. I love you guys. Raymundo's our audio producer. Would you play a clip of McKitty doing his show? Yep. Over the weekend, Kane Brown played a show in Memphis, actually <laughs> twisted his ankle. But wow. Is that you or him? That, oh, my goodness. Through. That sounds like you. What? That's crazy. Wait, was that you or him? That was McKitty. 
Wow. My mind is blown. Me too. Play it again. Over the weekend, Kane Brown played a show in Memphis, actually twisted his ankle, but like a true pro, kept playing through the whole show. The Big 98, Nashville's number one for new country. (laughs) Dude, that sounds like you. It's not me. That was McKitty. They wow. could eliminate him, save some money, and throw Ray on as McKitty. <laughs> well, he's wow. not going to like the sound of that. Wow! Uh, thank you for that voicemail. You guys can call us anytime and leave a voicemail when we're not on the air. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number. Let's open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I need your advice. My beloved husband has started losing his hair. He's been cutting his hair with a funky, low-cut part to one side and then combing it over. Do I tell him how ridiculous it looks or support the not-so-flattering comb-over? Thanks a bunch, Joanne. This is tough because I'm going to tell you right now, and I think Eddie can speak to this too, and so can Scuba Steve and even Raymundo. Come on. For a guy to lose his hair, that hurts. It's heartbreaking. Like, deep down inside. I'm lucky enough to have not lost my hair yet. I have also seen my biological father recently. He still has all his hair. I feel pretty good about it, but I worry about it all the time. But it's like part of your masculinity is taken from you. Not true, but that's what it would feel like. Eddie? Let me tell you something. My father is completely bald. My father-in-law is completely bald. So my kids, they're in trouble. Well, no, no, but you're in trouble. Well, I'm already in trouble, you're, whatever. You're going there. Look, man, I, I'm at the point, Bones, right now where it's getting really close for me to make the decision, do I need to shave or not? Oh. Shave it. Shave it. Shave it. Shave it. Shave it. See, see, my wife is like, don't shave it because as soon as you shave it, you're going to look exactly like your dad. And I'm like, and, and that freaks her out a little bit. So I don't know. She likes it really short. She doesn't like it when I do the comb over. So the comb over is out of the question. <laughs> well, yeah. I think... Jana, Joe, sorry, Joanne, you gotta tell them the comb over looks ridiculous. It's out of the question. I would compare it to a booger in your nose or food in your teeth. I wanna be told. Mm -hmm. Oh. If I got a boogie or I got some broccoli. Yeah, something's on your face. I need somebody to come up to me and go, ooh, it does not look good. Do you know how many times Kaylin tells me something I'm wearing does not look good? Ooh. A couple. Does that hurt? No, I'm, I'm always happy for it because I would. I would look like an idiot. Yeah. She's like, she's like, that looks quite, uh, and she'll, she'll be nice about it, but she'll go, oh, are, are you looking to, to, to look Jersey Shore today? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of mean. And I'll be like, well, no, I'm not. Do I look like that? She goes, it just looks a little situation-y. And I'm like, okay, well, then I guess I will change. Like Mike the situation? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so I think that the wife should have a conversation, but yes, in a kind way. So I don't know that she needs to use the word ridiculous. Okay, she can use whatever word well, she know, thinks she, she said... needs to use, but she needs to say point blank, hey, the comb over doesn't look good. Actually, I think it looks better if it's just bald. There you go. You can do the, what looks better. Scuba Steve, you are completely bald. Yes. When did that start happening for you? When I was 18. Oh, my oh, God. I used, called, I used to be called a five head because my hairline was slowly creeping backwards. At 18? So I know what this guy's going through. And I even had a point where my hair was short, but then I would dye my hair black and kind of dye the scalp a little bit and create a hairline. So it looked like I had hair. (laughs) And then my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, kind of had this exact same come to Jesus and was like, Steve, you just got to shave your head completely bald because what you're doing looks, it looks awful. So I shaved it and I feel good about it. Well, if I can say so myself, you have a great head. Yep. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You are lucky enough to have a great head for a a bald guy. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting awkward, guys. (laughs) He does. He got it. What I'm going to say is an A-plus head. 
You want to come feel it? Uh, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> what would you recommend to Joanne as far as her husband goes? I recommend the honesty. I feel like that is, I mean, again, like Amy said, choose your words wisely. But be honest and just tell him, say, hey, look, I feel like it looked much better if you just shave it. It would make him look even younger, too, I feel like. And it looks sexier to have the bald hair versus that weird comb over. Just to throw it over to Raymundo real quick. Raymundo was losing his hair. He started to go and get his, like, scalp shocked or something. He yeah, well, that's yeah. one of the things. I also do the blood treatment where they think that it's going <laughs> to rejuvenate some stuff in the scalp, and it'll actually give you some hair growth Can in that I area. say that I think it's worked a little bit? Yeah! Don't you guys? Yes, yeah. it has. And mm-hmm. I think he keeps it longer now just to make sure he hey, can. Hey, great. I don't it know works. it's longer. Like, Ra- <laughs> like Rapunzel around here. He lets it off the front. (laughs) (laughs) Joanne, you got to have this conversation with him. I think we all agree. We're all in different stages of our hair loss. And um, let him know. I'd compare it to broccoli or a booger. You can be as sensitive as you need to be. Or you can just be like, hey, what up? Depending on his personality. But you must let him know. Thank you for sending us an email. Morgan, if they want to reach out to us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Lunchbox was out for a few weeks as he had his third baby. And while he was out, he spent a lot of time reflecting on life, learning new things, right? Learning new things, things in this world that I had no idea existed, and I, I discovered something that is going to change your life because it changed my life. Well, and he comes to me. Well, that's the thing. He comes to me. and He goes, "You don't even know what's that your life's about to be changed." But let me drop some knowledge on you. And then he tells me, and "I don't really react." I'm like, "Oh, thank you for sharing that." Yeah, he he kind of he. I don't know if he's trying to play it off like, "Oh, you know what I mean." You're not going to change my life. Just deadpan, doesn't smile, doesn't like react. But this like, is an app you don't think that us on the show or maybe our listeners know about. No. It is undiscovered app, and I, it's gonna it's gonna blow up, and it's gonna change the way we live. Okay, uh, brace yourself. Will it help all of us, or just the guys or the girls, or what? I think it's gonna help all of us. Okay. I mean, everybody is going to be affected by this app. Go ahead, lunchbox. What so, app did you discover? I discovered this app called Uber Eats. Okay, you can get food from pretty much any restaurant in the city brought to you. Usually, you call a restaurant, hey, do you have delivery? No, we don't have delivery. Okay, so you can't get food from there. Well, we were in the hospital having the baby, and hospital food is absolutely terrible. And I'm searching on the internet trying to find something to get delivered when I'm typing in all these places, and they're like, why don't you try this that Uber Eats? So I look on my phone in the app store and find this Uber Eats app, and it has a ton of restaurants. Guys, I Uber, you think, is just for delivering people. Well, now they have a side hustle where they're doing food, and it's called Uber Eats. And if you download this, almost any restaurant in your city will be on that app, and you can get food delivered to wherever you are. It is life-changing. I want to say for those that tuned in halfway through that segment, today's October 28th, 2021. <laughs> this is not a rerun from 2007. Yeah. How do you spell that? E-A-T-S? Yeah. Yes. So... And it, it's like it's like green on when it says Uber Eats, like it has a gr- the words are in green. I mean, it's unbelievable. I would assume that I've been using that app pretty heavily for almost five years. Yeah, and can I also just say, if you just have the regular Uber app, if you click on it, there's a car icon and then a food icon. So you didn't even have to download Uber Eats. Wow. You can just through Uber click food, and it takes you immediately to See, Uber Eats. Eats in green. What did I tell you? Well, I know we but- probably use that more than we use mm-hmm. any other app, but we've been doing it for years. Yeah, it's not new. Has Lunchbox never heard of, like, Postmates and DoorDash either? I mean, because we're about to rock his world. Yeah. 
No, I usually just call the restaurant delivery or pickup. Have you heard of words with friends? <laughs> I've heard crush? that. That's on uh, that's on Facebook. Uh, that's an old app. But I'm glad you found it. Oh, dude. It was... What iPhone do you have? Did you get the new one, though? No, I got an iPhone this one. An iPhone this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a nicer one. Yeah. Let me see. This one? That's a newish one. Yeah, you got the... Yeah. Like, right do you have a lot of apps on your phone? No, not really. I mean, I have Waze. I don't ever use it, though. I have fantasy apps. Snapchat. I, I don't know why I have I remember that. that one. You still snapping? <laughs> no, no. I haven't used that in a while. I got Facebook app just because I had to go to the mining... Get them and to be on there for live. That's How many it. screen apps does he have? Like to move it over. How many pages of apps does he have? Uh, I three. Have one, three. Yeah, that's it. But half of them I don't even use. Like, like layout. I don't even know what that is. It's to build out your Instagram. I don't use it either. That's old school. Um, I have my Bindle because I had to get it for uh, iHeart. Oh, for the COVID. So, yeah, to, this weekend. Let, let's, yeah. And then that's Bright Wheel is uh, kids' daycare. Like, they give you updates. Yeah. Um, cameo. I do have Cameo. You gotta I, have that I, one. I got uh, Clear. I don't even know what Clear is. That's for, also for iHeart. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I got iTunes U. Don't know what that is. It's for downloading college uh, like <laughs> music classes, oh. lectures. Well, why do I have that? You're going to college? I don't know why you have a lot of that crap. <laughs> no, I mean, I have He's I like, have stupid pages. I don't even know what pages is. That comes with your phone. <laughs> no. It's all the ones I have that a you calculator. <laughs> <laughs> He's like photos. Yeah, like I have, I have a called, clock. I, like, I don't know what this one is called. Group me. I don't know what we're grouping me in, but I'm on. I got group me. I don't know what that is. Now, oh, I got business suite. What is that? Nice. Why do I have that? I think most of your apps are things that just came with your phone or iHeart made you download <laughs> okay. so you could participate in things. But to wrap this up, Uber Eats is a great. It's great. Oh, dude. I use it more than I use. Do you use Postmates, Uber Eats, or DoorDash? I use Uber Eats and DoorDash. You? Uber Eats, the only one. But I think Uber Eats bought Postmates or something, so oh, now they? they merged. <laughs> okay. yeah. Didn't know that. True, true, true. But good for you, buddy. Yeah, so everybody out there, if you're looking for something and you're stuck somewhere and you don't have food, it, like... Uber Eats, I'm telling you, it's crazy. He's telling us. I mean, Life some changing. people might not know this. I mean, guys, I, mean, I could not believe. Like, I was eating hospital food for a day, and I was like, this is terrible. And then I start searching and searching. I found this, and I got every <laughs> restaurant in the city right at my fingertips. You know. It was it was so great. You know, Lunchbox, we had a meal train delivering you food, everyone on the show. And I would say that probably most of us used Uber, Uber Eats. Eats to get it to oh, you. Wow. Yeah. Did you just think it magically was arriving? We well, just no, had friends no, bring it over? No, you everybody showed up at my house with it. What like, do you mean? They brought it to my house. I didn't. Like, Eddie's wife yeah. showed up. Oh, that's like, nice. Morgan number two came. Like, so I didn't know. Like, Amy was just on the doorstep. Bobby's was on the doorstep. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I there's an option, leave at doorstep. I thought, I thought you guys just dropped it and didn't want to disturb the baby. So I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> Bobby drops it off and then leaves. Yeah, that's what it was. I, tip, I tiptoe out. Shh. <laughs> He's like, don't want to wake the baby. Oh, Baby's funny. sleeping. So that's what I thought. Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. More performers were announced for the CMA Awards. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Old Dominion, Chris Stapleton, and Chris Young and Kane Brown will all be performing. The show happens November 10th on ABC. Dan of Dan and Shay talked about how his duo partner Shay's voice has grown over the years. The best singer I've ever heard in my life. I thought that on December 7th, 2012, when we met. Still have the voice memo in my phone. I pulled, I was like, oh my, stop me in my tracks. And I recorded him right then and there. And I think, you know, just listening back to our old records, I think his voice has only gotten better. 
Our iHeart Country Festival is going down this weekend with performances by Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots, Blake Shelton, Toby Keith, Little Big Town, and more. You can watch it Saturday at 8, 7 p.m. Central Time on LiveByLive.com. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, so there's this guy, Mike Mason. He's 63 years old. Worked for the FBI for decades. He was an executive assistant director in the FBI, serving his country, doing his thing. He's retired now, but he was watching the news one day and saw that his county was in desperate need of school bus drivers. So he came out of retirement and started driving school buses. And he says there are no unimportant jobs. Well, here's the thing, too. I got an FBI agent telling me they need to shut up and sit down on the school bus. I'm probably going to shut up and sit down on the school <laughs> That's bus. That's right. It's going to take one badge flip for me to be like, oh, crap. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, he is working for the county as a bus driver, so he is getting paid. But since he's got retirement and all that, he said he's donating what he makes to various charities. Did you guys see the story about that there was a school in Louisiana? I forget which town it was. There were so many fights. There were fights in the hallways, fights. All, that these dads, like, I think it was like, 30 dads who got together and they they walk and now enforce the hallways. Oh, wow. That's cool. Wow. That's pretty awesome. They don't go to watch? They what? They didn't go to... I thought you were going to say they go and they no, watch they the No, they go fights. and they like... Are, they're, yeah, like, like they're like the cops. Yeah, they go cool. and help keep like kids in line. Yeah, fathers form dads on duty after all the fights at Louisiana schools. I was thinking about like gorillas, right? There's a... There's, they have a an alpha... And oh, then, like real? Gor- I was thinking of war gorillas. No, okay. like 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 a silverback <laughs> gorilla. Yeah. They have an alpha, and then every other dude in the in the group, they worship and adore and listen to that alpha. Yeah. And I would assume you got a bunch of bunch of idiot semi alphas in high school trying to be the alpha, but then when real alphas come in, they go, "Whoa, yeah, they're hey, nothing yeah. anymore." Hey, some yeah. of these dads are big dudes. I would imagine big dudes. Dads on, and they got shirts and everything. They're rolling. Yeah, oh, that's pre- awesome. I, I thought that was a pretty cool story too. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's do generational trivia. It's elder versus millennial. Eddie, the oldest on our show. 42 years old. Versus Morgan, number two, the youngest on our show. 28 years old. (laughs) They will be answering questions about each other's generations. Here we go. Let's meet our competitors up first. He's a dad of four. The Hispanic who don't panic. His comedy singing and guitar skills are quite exceptional. Oh. And you can catch him this weekend performing at our iHeart Country Festival. Yeah! Nice. There he is, producer Eddie! Woo! His opponent, she runs all of our digital. Sometimes the negative comments online drive her berserk. She's quick to ban you from our Facebook page for being a jerk. It's Morgan number two! <laughs> Ready to go. Eddie, your questions will be things Morgan should know. Let's go. Eddie, Britney Spears wore her iconic red cat suit in what music video? The red cat suit. Ooh, give me toxic. That is incorrect. Morgan, do you know when she wore that red body cat suit? I know which one it is, and I'm hoping this is the right one, but I'm not entirely sure. Baby, hit me one more time. That is incorrect Mm, as well. That was the schoolgirl outfit. Yes. Uh, Toxic. Red. 
thought no, it was green. No, it was uh, yeah, I believe that was green too. Wasn't that the but snake? The snake. snake, oh, snake yes. man. But this is the moment the red suit. Oops, I did it again. I know that song, too. Yes, we all do, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, the, the music I'm about to play okay. is from a popular video game system in the 2000s. Ooh. Okay, can you name this music? <laughs> I've never heard this in my life. Sounds like a game that the character, whoever in it, is just walking around. This music is from what popular video game system from the 2000s? 2000s. So I'm thinking like the young people, they like to play. What's the one they like to play with? Um, we've played it before. Gosh, what's it called? I don't know why, but I'm thinking The Sims. Is that too old? I don't. I don't. Is your answer The Sims? I mean, it sounds like just someone walking around building a neighborhood. So give me The Sims. Incorrect. Morgan, I'll ask you the question again, because Eddie doesn't listen well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It wasn't a video game? The music is from what popular video game system from the 2000s? What? That's a Wii. That is a Wii. Oh, correct. I didn't know that anyway. It's all good. Eddie, in grade schools across America, what did Mavis Beacon teach you? Who? Mavis Beacon. And when? In, in grade schools across America... What did Mavis Beacon teach you? I never had Mavis Beacon as my teacher. I don't know what you're talking about. Was she, what was she? Was she a computer? Was she a book? Was she? Who is Mavis Bacon? Mavis Beacon. Beacon. Whatever. She taught me English. She did not. <laughs> By the way, who knows this? Exactly. You do, Mike? Morgan, do you? I, uh, I'm not sure. What a weird I question. Have no idea. I'm looking at her. Mavis Beacon? Yeah. Did you know it? No. Okay. I didn't. And mostly I know the younger ones too, but I don't know this one. I'm sad I'm not thinking of this right now. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of Magic School Bus, but I don't know if that's her thing and if she, what she taught. Specifically, what she taught is what the question is. In grade schools across America, what did Mavis Beacon teach you? Science. Incorrect. The answer is typing. Oh, great. Lots of online classes. I'm, oh, I'm seeing man. her here. Mavis Beacon teaches typing. Oh. There you go. I got none. Eddie got zero points zero. there, buddy. Wow. Morgan, coming over to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. These are questions Eddie should know the answer to based on when he grew up. If you wanted to redial the last number that called you, what would you dial on your phone? So let's say you answer the phone and they hung up. If you wanted to call them back but you didn't know their number, what would you dial? This was a feature on phones? <laughs> I've never used it. If it was. I don't think it's a thing anymore. No, I if don't you, think so. If, no, if you it. have a landline, is it? I don't. Uh, who has a landline? Why would it go away? I don't know. I don't have a landline. I know, me neither. Oh, man. Well, star 69 was to private call, like prank call somebody. I feel like star 67 was something. Maybe that was to get your voicemail. But that's all, that's the only guess that's in my head. So star 67. That's incorrect. Eddie, if you wanted to redial the last number that called you, what would you dial? Star 69. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, what? Wow. Star 67 blocks. 
Star 69 calls back. Wow! I backwards! Mm. Oh, man. That was amazing. Morgan, what's the name of the bartender on The Simpsons? The bartender on The Simpsons. It's a wonderful question. Never, I mean, I played The Simpsons game, but I never really watched it. Bart is Bart Simpson, the main guy. What's the name of the bartender <laughs> go on The Simpsons? Every character. That's about the only character I know. <laughs> is his name Tim? It is not. That's incorrect. <laughs> Eddie? That's Mo. Mo is correct. Yeah. Mo's Tavern? No. Mo's? No, nothing? Nothing. Final question. Tommy Lee was a founding member and drummer for what band? Here's a clip of their song, Shout at the Devil. Are you familiar with with Tommy Lee at all? Sounds familiar. Yeah. At first, though, I thought you were going to talk about like WWE. That's where my mind was going. So he, not he really. He had the tape with Pam, Pam Anderson. Yeah. You know what band he's from? I mean, it's definitely a rock band, so it, it doesn't sound. Maybe a country western band. <laughs> Eddie. Um, ACDC. The Rolling Stones. That's and that's all she Beatles. knows, guys. That's, <laughs> that's the Beatles. <laughs> it's not the Beatles. Um, ACDC. Incorrect. Eddie? Let's go. Motley Crue. Motley Crue is correct. Ooh. And I almost said it. Oh. You did. You I went, mm, Yeah. I sure did. Uh, Eddie, you won. I did? I got one right? What did I get right? You got Motley, Motley Crue. Motley Crue. now? Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. Oh, she didn't and get then one got right. Star 69. Yeah. I got one right. Don't put me down that far. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so Eddie, you win. Let's go. Congratulations. I, I was not feeling good going into this game. I don't know why. Play to the whistle, buddy. Some weeks, I'm like caught up with all the kids stuff. You know, I'm like, well, no cartoon characters. My kids were watching Nick at Night the other day, and I'm like, ooh, okay, cool. Like they were watching the old sitcoms? Yeah, older yeah. sitcoms. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad I pulled that one off. What would you like to say to all your fans? Hey, hey, elders, we're still cool. And I love out of this whole game that Morgan's getting older. There's going to be a point where she's going to be old just like us. So we I bring love on it. somebody else so she can be the millennial. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yesterday's show, we were talking about having triplets or quadruplets. Earlier, we had a mom call in and said, Well, I had triplets. Had no idea it was happening. But now we have Melanie on in North Carolina. Hey, Melanie, you had quadruplets? I had quadruplets. Holy moly. Just walk me through all of that from when you found out you were having a baby and did you find out four immediately? Like, what was the story there? We had tried for a while to have children and couldn't, so we did in vitro. Um, And we had four babies. Uh, We found out at about eight weeks uh, that there were all four there. Wow. At Um, eight weeks, they told you four, like four. It wasn't like there were a couple hidden in the back. Just four babies coming at you. Four babies. They looked like they were in little apartments. <laughs> all, in, all in their own little space. <laughs> and what do you think immediately when you're here, you're now going to have four kids at the same time? Going from zero to four is is big, big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. <laughs> um, but we had a lot of help um, from our community and family. Um, so they were the kids were born early. Uh, they were born at 28 weeks. So they had a, a long hospital stay, and but they're doing great now. How um, old are they now? They're 
They're 18, uh, all in college, all in different colleges. Oof. Oh, oh wow. Expensive. Well, they're in different colleges, too. Did, did like, two of them team up, and were they really close? And the two other ones team up? Was one, like, the black sheep? Like, wh- what was that vibe like with all four of them? They definitely have this quad thing going on that I, I can't explain. Um, the girls are away from home at college. The boys are home. Um and the girls will almost simultaneously call at the same time as if they know through the waves, even though they're three hours apart that, you know, they're calling mom. Um, but there's definitely strength in numbers with multiples. Um, they would help each other get in trouble. Um, we would have the hall gates to keep them from going into certain areas of the house. They would help each other over the hall gates. Um, awesome. so, so it's definitely a powerful force. <laughs> Did you feel like you were going to go broke? Oh, yeah. I still feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, and then crazy. We, were blessed, we were blessed later. So I have a singleton, too. So I have an 11-year-old behind the 18-year-old. Wow. Um, so we have a full house. <laughs> Was one of them like the athlete and one like the super scholar and one like the you know rock star? Like, Was there any, anything like that happening? Yeah, I've got one that was a football player, uh, one that her education was like the most important thing in her life. Um, and then I have two um, music oriented. I had two two band geeks. Uh, they both played tuba. So they were the, we called them our tuba twins. So, um, yeah, so they did kind of figure out themselves along the way into their own person, um, which crazy. was kind of neat, neat to watch. And so, so, just honestly speaking, which one's your favorite? No, I'm just kidding. Don't answer oh, that. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to get in big trouble. No, no, no. Wait, no. but I... She has one, though. She <laughs> maybe addressed this, but I don't know. Did they look alike or not alike? No, no. They're completely four different kids. You you wouldn't know they were born at the same time unless you knew. Oh, wow. Uh, all different heights, all different hair color. Um, oh, that's like I guess Ray. that's probably our, our full gene pool, maybe. Well, that, um, that is that's crazy and... It sounds like it was wildly successful, though, because they are all 18 years old and, you know, moving out and doing their lives right. They survived. We survived. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that story with me. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. I have a story here, too, about parents naming all 11 of their kids using the same four letters. But- First of all, 11 kids. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of kids. It's like back in the old days. And so the names are all made up of the letters A, E, L, and X. Okay. For example, Alex, Alex is one. <laughs> Axel is another. Okay. <laughs> Zela, Z-E-L-A is 11. Lexa is 10. Z-E- X-A-E-L, Zale is nine. Zeal is eight. Crazy. Oh, my goodness. Exla is five. Leax is four. Z- X-A-L-E is two. I mean, Sail. and there's a kid oh. named Axel, like Axel, but the L and the A. <laughs> yeah, they're running out of like, names. They're just running out of ways to do this. <laughs> Why? It's kind of cool, though. I don't know. It is pretty Is it? neat. <laughs> Gwenny Blankert and Marino Verino named their first son Alex, and then the second one was Axel, and then they were like, well, let's just keep on rolling with this. So far, they've had 11. Another one on the way. And what then that, 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 that was all their names. They need to do like Axel number two. They're a little too committed here. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> we need time After to about go. kid four, like it's a funny bit. Let's move on to, to something else. I thought that was interesting. interesting. How do you feel about twins being named super close to each other? It's fine. Ray, you, your brother's name is what? Yeah, Ray and Rob. So pretty yeah. similar. First letters. Yeah. You guys talk recently? 
No, I need to hit him up. Um, he, he's out of touch. It's weird. He works in a lumber mill, so it's tough to get a hold of him. <laughs> what? They work different hours. I had a stepdad who worked in a sawmill, and it got a hold of him just fine. Arkansas Keith. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, got in touch with him just fine. Sure. The yeah. phone rang at his house. Every it did. Day. Yeah, it worked. Cool. Yeah. It's just work, right? Why is it hard to get a hold of him? No reception in the lumber mill. The walls are really thick. So <laughs> You can't call him out to work? I feel like Ray just says stuff sometimes. It's an excuse. They're fighting. Mm-hmm. Are you guys fighting again? Not fighting. Just uh, his wife sent a message to the whole family, and everybody's kind of gone our separate ways. Told you. So you are fighting. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't care either way. But the family is fighting. Yes. His wife sent you a big family message. Crazy about the wedding a year ago. How they can't come, and then she uh, attacked the whole family. Oh, one at a time. Yeah. Oh, how'd you get attacked? I didn't. I it was. I was grouped in. That uh, I I don't know. She spoke like she was him. She spoke in a third person about herself and faked like she was my brother. And then she took shots at the whole family. Yes. What? How did he handle that? I would be upset if Basically, someone did that to my family. She said the whole family is fake Christians, and so that's Dang how it. she attacked. Wow, us. that's hardcore. <laughs> what the? That's why that's why did she say that? Question number one: Are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm question not. number two: Why would she say that? I mean, it got everybody mad at her, so maybe that was what she wanted to do. That's a heavy thing to throw around. Mm-hmm. But what did you do for her to label you guys fake Christians in her mind? I mean, it was something like, it, like uh, it starts like from their wedding. They ended up, they were going to have a wedding. Boom, they went and did it at the courthouse. Everybody's like, what? We wanted to come to a wedding. But how does that make you a fake Christian? Well, and then she progressed. She's like, I didn't want you guys at the wedding. Pretty much. Yeah. Where clearly there's gaps in this story. Yeah, and that's we're okay. Getting- you know what? Yeah. You can have your gap. Yeah. Okay, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll let you have your gap. Holy yeah, holy. but I mean, that's, wow. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a mom in Texas used like a little microphone and speaker situation to prank her 12-year-old son during school drop-off. And here's what she did. Ashton, don't forget how much I love you. I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. What? Make good choices. Love you, baby. She's telling him to make good choices. This is hilarious in so many ways. One. He's 12, and that's about the worst age you can do that Brutal. to a boy. So that's so funny. And two, she used the word hoo-ha. Which is hilarious. <laughs> she even addressed the hoo-ha, which is hilarious. Uh, it was up on TikTok. I mean, it's so funny. Yeah, I guess it happened like a little bit ago, but it's finally making its rounds online. And I just, I, I can't even imagine my daughter, if I, because she's about that age, 14, if I were to do that to, to her, she'd be mortified. If I say I love you and have a great day when she's getting out of the car, I get kind of an eye roll. What did she say? <laughs> She's like, okay, shut the door. <laughs> and I'm like, don't forget to, I want, I don't want her to look so miserable when she's getting out of my car. So we have this thing where I, I make a deal in front of the teachers once she starts approaching them to look back and wave. <laughs> so that way they think everything's good. Okay. So speaking of kids, when do they become too old for trick or treating? Like what age are you like, oh man, really kid? I would say when they can start to grow that mustache, that early <laughs> teen, some kids 12 year old mustache. Get- it does. I think if you start to have facial hair. Even that little pencil one that you have at 13. <laughs> For the boys. Yes. that Or heck, or the girls. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Hormonally, who knows what's happening. I say for me, that's, okay, kid, let's give it up. Yeah. Bye. A survey was done, and popular age was kind of, yeah, you're right, right about 12, followed by 13. 14, 15 is definitely up there, and 16 for sure. Like, you can't be driving yourself to go trick-or-treating. Lunchbox does a bit every year where he goes trick-or-treating as an adult, and I just think one year it's going to end tragically. Oh, yeah. Oh, what do you mean tragically? Because <laughs> it's you know, so right. They're going to think some guy's stalking their house or robbing them, and it's going to be a tragic ending. Yeah, and he's And that's going to tragically end our show because we 
where we're like, oh, send him out in the penguin costume we're again. We're going to miss you, man. Yeah. Man, why are you guys We're going to miss you. <laughs> now I'm scared to go knock on someone's door. All right, what else? Okay, so two little things about First Responders Day, because today is National First Responders Day, and Krispy Kreme is celebrating by handing out free coffee and a free or- original glazed donut if you show proof of ID. EMT, paramedics, firefighters, law enforcement, all the people, you get that for free. So that's awesome. And then we've been playing George Strait's song today, The Weight of the Badge. No easy task Keeping us safe Under the weight of the badge And then here's a clip of George talking about why he recorded the song. Well, I just wanted to do something that said something positive about our law enforcement. He'd been hearing so many things, so many negative things, and they do so many good things, and I just wanted to show a little support for them. That's nice. Also sounds like they woke him up from a nap when he entered. That's, <laughs> That's nice. George, man. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> just chill. Hey, George, wake up for a second. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Saturday night in Maryland, someone pulls into a gas station, leaves the car running, runs inside just to grab something. A thief jumps in the car, er, out of there. Thief looks in the back seat. Not one, but two children. That stinks. Two children. That thief's got to be like, oh, man. And so we all think thieves are bad, right? Thieves are bad people. we don't like them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but the thief pulled over, left a note. Sorry, I didn't know there's kids in the car. Left the car. Yeah, I think most people trying to steal a car aren't trying to kidnap kids. No, no, no. That's a whole different level. No, then you yeah. gotta babysit and take and care of And you could steal a car and not be a bad person. You could steal a car out of need. True. Yeah, you should, and we hope you don't. But you, you thinking. could. Right. Desperation. However, to steal kids, there's never a need for that. That's a, no, never a need. <laughs> never a need. So that this this need. thief <laughs> saw the kids, felt bad, immediately abandoned vehicle, said sorry. They don't have the thief, but they got the car, they got the kids. So, hey, that thief out there, if you're listening, Tell me something good. I did see, too, where that thief now has opened up a daycare. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, just to kind of give back. He turned his life around. He did, completely. <laughs> what were you going to say, Amy? I just, I feel like, too, sometimes you have to take into consideration people might be stealing something because someone else is making them do it. Like a gang initiation or something. You always go to gang initiations <laughs> um, for anything oh. and everything. It's always a gang thing. But it's true. It <laughs> I'm happens. betting that's not a gang initiation. Okay, but it could be. It definitely could be. And then he had to go back to his gang boss and be like, sorry, dude, there's kids in there. I couldn't get the car. And now he's probably been beat up. <laughs> and that's why he is. got out and started the daycare. And that's why he's now <laughs> changing lives of kids today. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for the investigative morning corny where Amy gives us the corny, but we as a team have to figure it out. 90 seconds is on the clock. Are we ready? Ready. Ready. Amy, are you ready? Yes. Is it Halloween themed? Yes. Let's go. The morning corny. What is a vampire's favorite fruit? What's a vampire's favorite fruit? Go. Fangs. Oh, blood. Blood Blood orange. orange. Yeah, blood orange. I mean. Oh, no, 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 no. Got it. I got it. It's not blood orange. You ready for it? It's a nectarine. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, interesting. I don't even know what a nectarine is, but I just thought of Same that. family. Okay. Is it? I think a nectarine's like a peach. No, no. So what's funnier? Because they're both good. Hmm. So you got to think, like, what's a funnier 
corny joke. Mostly, I'm thinking, what's a nectarine now that you brought that up? <laughs> I think I mean, it's a type of peach, right, Amy? I have no idea. I don't know if it's an orange or peach. Well, so we're either going, it looks more like a peach. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> right, because... It's got to be nectarine. It has to be nectarine. Blood orange. Who says blood orange? Yeah. And I, and a vampire? Have you, ever, have you ever bought a blood orange? But I never bought a nectarine either, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, it's got to be nectarine. I think you nailed it there. Because they bite the neck. Is there anything with the yeah, fangs? Right. Fang. Fang. Uh, fang fingers. Fang fingers. <laughs> no. Fang. We're going to go in nectarine. Yeah. That's a good answer. All right, let's go. The morning corny. What's a vampire's favorite fruit? What's a vampire's favorite fruit? Nectarine. It's all good. Uh, you ready? Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Great job, team. Which, by the way, a little PSA for you guys. Don't be surprised if you're out and a lot of people are listening to us live in the morning and a lot of you go to Starbucks. If your order starts to be a little higher, it's not Starbucks's fault. One commodity that's seen a big jump is coffee. The same reason everything is going higher. Because cargo ships are stuck with a bunch of coffee and they can't unload it because they don't have the people to unload it. So because of that, they're having to charge more for the coffee. Everything is costing more now because we got nobody to go and take stuff off the ships. Yeah, like everything. Everything. <laughs> Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving clothing, meals, stuff, clothing. Food. So that's because people don't want to work. What, what's the problem? Well, with no, that? I mean it's. What do we y- need to do? Yes, there is a shortage. They are doing twenty-four hour type stuff, and then I saw too that uh, the port people are starting to find companies like so that way it'll encourage them to figure out a solution for their plan. But we're understaffed. Yeah, oh, it's man. just it's a whole issue. So what we should do is when we buy something. They should tell us which cargo it's in, and we should f- drive out there and get it and be yeah. like, go to the orange one. It's about <laughs> nine back. Have you seen that meme of someone on a jet ski, and it's like, heading out to the ship to get my stuff? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So Eddie came to me and said, hey, do you know what Scuba and Ray are doing in the parking lot? Oh, boy. Shady, dude. Shady. Hey, so if you're new to the show, Scuba Steve is our executive producer. He's the guy pulling all the strings behind the scenes. Raimundo is our audio producer, who you hear from a lot. Good morning, Raimundo. Morning. So, Eddie, what did you see in the parking lot between these two? I see an exchange going down. I see one car pulled up next to the other. and oh, it looked like a drug deal? Yes, and one of them kind of Ray supervising Scuba while he's digging through a big Tupperware bin full of Beanie Babies. And so, he, first of all, Ray has a Tupperware bin of Beanie Babies? Yes, and, and Barbies. There's boxes, stacks of Barbies, too, and, and Scuba's looking through Beanie Babies, inspecting them, like looking behind the ears, and then Googling how much they're worth. Ray, where'd you get all these Beanie Babies and Barbies? Uh, they're, they're my wife's, and then I was given to them to sell or however I see fit. What do you mean they were your wives? Like, as a kid? Yeah, and they're in an attic, and I mean, there's hundreds of Beanie Babies and then dozens of Barbies. So, you're now out on the road selling them to people? Well, I sold a lot of the Barbies, but a lot of the Beanie Babies <laughs> were left over, and Scuba said he knows what to look for to see if there were something. How did you sell the Barbies? I uh, put those on Instagram, sold them real quick. Did you make good money? Yeah, I made uh, over $300. How many per- Barbies did you sell? I sold, I mean, it ended up being about 30 to 50 a piece. You sold them for about 50 bucks a piece? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Would you mail them away or would people come get them in person? A lot of them were local, but if I did have to mail them, yeah, I'd t- it ended up not being 50 It took $20 to mail a Barbie. And so you have these Beanie Babies that you haven't posted online yet? I have. I've put them on Craigslist, but I haven't got a lot of hits. I said it's a whole bin, 
Hundred dollars, they're yours, but no bites. Hundred dollars for all of them? Yeah. And there might be a gem inside that's worth a lot. There could. I just don't have the time to go through two hundred Beanie Babies and look all of them up on eBay for the chance that one of them's worth two hundred dollars. Hey, Scuba Steve, so you yeah. heard this and you have an interest in Beanie Babies? Oh yeah, I went through and picked through and found a couple that I would like to take home with me. Um, and so I just have a lot of experience growing up in the industry. I used to work at a, a sports card store, so I know a lot about memorabilia and that kind of stuff. And Beanie Babies was very popular at the time I worked there. So I was looking through his tags and saw some misprints, some things that would uh, show me that it's worth a little more than just 5 or $10 that I'd like to buy and hopefully resell. So you bought them. Have you looked up to see how much they're worth? Well, I haven't bought them yet because I haven't got permission from my wife. Um, so I looked up a couple of them, and there's potential that some could be worth anywhere from $5 to $1,000. $1,000? Yeah. Why do you need uh, permission from your wife? Well, because uh, this is dipping into our, our, like our, our money that for play. So, but how much is Ray charging you for each of those? He said a hundred bucks for each. I thought no, it was no, for the whole bucket. For the whole bucket, hundred bucks. But I'm just gonna buy a couple that I felt could be valuable. Ray, I'll give you a hundred bucks for the whole bucket <laughs> right now. Here we go. Ray, look, look at my oh, hand. Man. Wait, for you to have or to give to Steve? No, no, I want all of them. Wait, Ray. but Steve just found some. He found two. Wait, he already took them. He already has yeah, those two. These two are mine. You can't have snort or hoppity. Ray, I got a hundred. But how many's in the bucket? It's probably like fifty or sixty. Oh, Ray, you're, you're losing Ray, a hundred bucks for the whole bucket. You have six seconds to take it or leave it. Six? I'm taking it. Five. Okay. Oh, you're an idiot. Buzz, buzz, yeah! buzz, can I stop you? Can no, I stop no, no. Oh, is the deal on? The deal's on. You can oh have the tub. It's sitting right out there in well, Clay Travis' We're going to put it behind my desk here of the 50 Beanie Babies. Oh, my God. Right. Good. Okay, Ray, thank you very much. Yeah! Come take the... Walk in here take the money. All right, I'm coming. Okay. Ray just lost money because Bobby can easily sell those no. for at least $3 each, and he made profit. I mean, that's... But, but, Ray but Ray doesn't want to take the up. time. Yeah. 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 It'll okay. be so easy. Venmo, boom, boom. But then you, oh how my. do you get it to them? Come Ray on. Ray has an Etsy shop. He mails stuff all the time. Did I don't Ray understand. run out to his car? Yeah, he's going to grab the, the Beanie Babies. Oh, yeah, the, oh, there, oh there they are. There's a they're lot. In, um, and some of those Barbies are looking up. Some are worth 20 to 30 oh bucks my easily God. on Holy eBay. Cow. Wait, how much? How, is that all Beanie Babies? It's all Beanie Babies. What about those Barbies? What is happening right now? Those Barbies are valuable. Are the Barbies available? Yeah, that's oh, part wow. of the deal. Look no, the Barbies are not part of the deal. No, the Barbies are part of the deal. Are Barbies part of the deal? I mean, Bobby. I said the bins, so technically, yes, you can have their part of the deal. Hold on, let me see what else what I have here. Ray, you're an idiot. Look Don't that. give him more. Take just 100 because that's what he was going to no, sell it to yeah, me no, for, no. for the Barbies. Oh, he's going to sell the Barbies for 100 Barbies oh and everything gosh. 100 I get all those Beanie Babies? And the Barbies for 100 bucks. <laughs> okay, Beanie Babies and Barbies, and this is going to be we can wear his prizes on the show. All right, buddy. There is the exchange. So, right like, if a caller wins something, they get a Beanie Baby from yeah. the back? They get a signed Beanie Baby from the show. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> well, right now, no one can see me because you've stacked it all up on my desk. <laughs> Scuba, can we see if we can get a be- yeah. Beanie Baby appraiser? Because I own all these Beanie Babies now. You do, yeah. And those Barbies, don't discount those. You can get at least 200 bucks for all that together. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Love it. Very easy. Well, okay, here we go. Uh, I don't understand. I was trying to tell you that they were doing shady stuff, and now you brought it into the studio. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> I want. I hate shady unless I can be involved. <laughs> they did a story about buying houses, and how if some houses are listed as either haunted or that something tragic happened there, there actually is no problem with people buying them. Like there isn't a, a, a drop off. People going, oh, I don't know if I want to. It just matters to me how the person died in the house. Sure. Yeah. For if sure. it was a violent murder, I'm still probably going to buy it. I'm not. <laughs> if it's a good deal, I'm yeah. still probably going to buy it because I don't think that's going to affect me. Also, I don't even want to know about it. Like, you don't have to tell me. um, But they say a ghost isn't the worst thing you can find in a new house. Buying a new house is often intimidating, but that's not a concern to people. A new study conducted by real estate 
which a real estate blog and networking service that looks into ghosts and houses believe they are all bought the same way that houses are bought without ghosts. Interesting. Mm. Or without violent deaths in them. I mean, I guess if someone was like bludgeoned to death in the kitchen. I'm out. I'd have a problem with that. Yeah. You can't, then you, how how long does it take you till you're able to walk in your kitchen and not picture that? But if I never knew, it would never bother me. Right, but in this case, so you they're know. gonna tell you. But does it have to be disclosed if someone's murdered in a house? I, yeah, it has I to be. I feel right? like yes. I don't think so. Can you Google that, Mike? Uh, maybe each state is different. Because I don't want to know if I can get a good deal on a house, or imagine someone gets murdered in your house and you're just stuck with it. So when you go look at the house, do you tell them up front, "Hey, I don't want to know if any anyone's been murdered here"? No, because I just, I just don't think they tell you. Oh. Would you buy a house that was haunted? Yes. Like, one hundred percent for same price if you really loved it. Yes, oh. because oh, I would even use it no. to get a cheaper price because like I don't. No, care. but I'm saying they're not giving you a cheaper price. It's oh, listed. You love it, but they say it's it's haunted. I'll take it. Here's only nine states have laws on disclosing a death on the property within a certain time period. That needs to be changed to fifty. So time period, like so, if the death happened more than X amount of years, they don't. As long as it doesn't affect the physical structure, <laughs> That's crazy. most states say whatever happens in the house stays in the house. Like, it's it, like Vegas. <laughs> also, it's like, is it natural causes or murder? Like, do you have to say, oh, the, you know, like if an elderly person passed away in their sleep, you're like, okay, fine, who cares? But if someone was brutally attacked, then that's where I have an issue. In the states where it is a brutal attack, you have three years where you have to disclose it. So that's after it? three years, it goes away. Oh, man. And Amy, if they died of natural causes, there is no legal obligation in most states requiring the sellers disclose it. Yeah. But you got to think that's a lot of houses. Yeah, that makes sense to me because it happens a lot. I mean, my I mean, my mom died in my sister's house. I wonder if she disclosed that to someone because, I mean, someone might think my mom's spirit is there. Yeah, I don't think that would bother me. To some, I could see a murderer. But after three years, no murder here. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Hey, nothing to see here. There's a story about public restrooms and how Americans would actually pay money if they're out to use a clean public restroom. Like if it had like a coin or a credit card swipe on it and it could promise that it would be clean. Oh. Would you guys? Yeah. I th- Here's the situation. I think that's these are fine to put up, but you got to make sure you put them up next to bathrooms where people can also go in and not pay. Yes. Because it's not fair for people who don't have a dollar or a credit card, to not be able to use the bathroom at all. Right. There should be bathroom access for all. And that's my next major political mm-hmm. platform. <laughs> I think there is for the most part, right? A new study finds that a majority of Americans would gladly pay money for a clean restroom. They'd pay up to $3 if the room was especially clean. Mm. Yeah, That's trouble. We were walking around in Utah, and I had to go to the I have stomach issues. And I try not to go, but we had to go at a bus station. And it was, disgusting. <laughs> But you know what I did? I took toilet paper. I mean, I basically built a mummy around the toilet. Yeah, that's what I, I just did. wrapped it in every way, up, down. But wouldn't you still do that if you paid for the extra clean one? Nope. No, you would I just sit on the to. bare it's toilet. It's gonna be so clean. No, because no, I wouldn't hey, trust it. I would lick. I'd lick the toilet. Ah. No, I just want like at least the floor <laughs> and stuff to be clean because I'm still not messing with the toilet seat. Did you see the story about the toilet liquor on TikTok? No. no. She what? found her biological father through a sugar daddy site. The whole headline was crazy. Wait. Sugar daddy in toilets being licked? Yeah, the good. whole headline was nuts. Yeah, there was. there's a girl, that's what she does. She licks things and licks toilets. Hmm. She gets so many views. But she found her biological father. As a client? Not as a client, but on a site. That could have possibly been. Oh, my goodness. Here it is. A TikTok influencer who licked a toilet as, the, as a pandemic challenge has gone viral yet again after claiming she found her own father on a sugar daddy website. 
Ava Louise posted a video detailing her cringeworthy discovery, and now that also has millions of views. Gross. She's 22. I think she like put on, on an airplane. We oh, might have so talked gross. about it during the pandemic. Mm. A guy used a cobra to stage his death for insurance fraud. That's what happened where a guy stands accused of faking his own death to get his hands on a $5 million claim from a U.S. insurance company. They used a deadly snake as a murder weapon. Another man claiming to be the nephew of the deceased ID'd the body as his uncle rather than the guy who said he died. He used a cobra to kill him. Well, using a cobra, that's like next level. How does he even think of that? That's weird. You want one more weird one? Yes, please. A woman on TikTok has shocked viewers after showing off butter that she made, like herself. Crazy. She turned her own butter. She turned her own butter. It's pretty they, cool. By the way, that's pretty cool, right? That's like old school stuff. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Except it was her own breast milk. <gasps> and then her husband likes it. I mean, I don't no, see a problem what, with what, that. What do you mean, I mean? No, no, that's not cool. You can't the, be tricking people with their food. I don't think. No, we've heard of uh, women that put their breast milk to make macaroni and cheese. Like, I think we had a caller once that said during mom confessions oh. that she was making her family mac and cheese and she was out of milk. Real milk, but she had breast milk, which is also real milk. This is kind of like she, the murder in the house. Just don't tell me. That. <laughs> yeah, and like her family loved it. This user at Laura Hall 53 shows the butter that she made in the TikTok clip, calling it her utter butter. Ah, that's <laughs> funny. Here's the audio from her. I've done it. I made butter out of my breast milk. I don't know if I've ever been more proud. Here's my, my butter. My butter. <laughs> <laughs> my utter butter. Okay, her husband I know. likes it. She made ice cream too. Her three-year-old oh liked goodness. it. Right. So we're cringing. Why am I so grossed out by this? I don't know because you are, you're eating from the breast or udder of like a cow. So what's the difference if it's your human? Like The difference and is babies from a eat cow, it. it doesn't make me cringe in my guts. And from a human, it does. And I don't <laughs> know why. I don't know. But the, do you, did it. you breastfeed on your mom? I don't know. I don't think so. Let me let me think back. Yeah, you, just, you won't remember. I don't know, and I don't. I, I, I don't. And you can't ask. And her. I don't know that my sister did either, because maybe somebody knows. Would Arkansas Keith know if you breastfed? No, because Arkansas Keith later. didn't come into my life until I was like twelve or thirteen. Some kids <laughs> breastfeed late in life. Oh, geez. Nobody would know because I don't have any family left. Yeah. So I I don't know if I breastfed or not. Did you? It's a good question. I don't have my mom or dad either. I think that my mom did, but I'm sure she switched me to formula. Some, I honestly, I don't know. What if uh, Scuba Steve's wife made made you some ice cream out of her? I would eat it. Oh, weirdo! I'll just bring you some breast milk. Oh, why I don't, is that weird? Oh, man. I don't do know. It. I don't know why it's weird. I don't know why we think cow butter is okay. okay but I feel like it's a beautiful process. Uh, me too. I'm on that team. Can we do this? Like, now? how cool? And I never, I, I, I always. I'm grossed out by it. Okay. I always wanted to know what that would be like, but I never was able to get pregnant. So I don't know about, you know, I, I don't know that whole experience. And I'm definitely jealous of women that have it. I'm not talking about the beautiful experience of mom. I know, but I'm, I'm saying, like, if I'm I had breast milk. talking about adult 41 year old man eating macaroni and cheese with some random woman's breast mm-hmm. milk. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Very if different. I were. Do you able, want to breastfeed, though? That's beautiful. Would you like to breastfeed? I would yourself? like. No, I can't. You can, can't you? I, I mean, I guess. No, no, some, no. You breastfeed off somebody else. No, that's hey, not. It's a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful experience. I'm an adult. I don't need to do that. Okay. I'm talking about saying. making food from breast milk, not me as an adult feeding that way. I don't know why I feel weird, weird about it. No, I feel weird too, dude. I don't okay. know why either. Mm. Okay. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
10-year-old Megan from New Jersey, she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, which causes total hair loss in her body, so she has no hair on her head. But her and her mom every morning go to a bagel shop, and they got to know the owner really well. Well, one day they go in, and the owner says, look at me. He shaved his head oh, wow. just so he she didn't feel alone. He's like, hey, if you're going to go through this, I'm going to go through this. So he says he's going to keep his head shaved. Oh, that's amazing. Love that. That's awesome. I bet they just want a free bagels. Yeah, and maybe, maybe they will get it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you're watching us right now on our Facebook page, I put a new Beanie Baby up front. I found one from 1999. So is it worth more? Isn't that when they all were around? Uh, yeah. It says 1999 <laughs> on it. There's even older ones there. 95, I think. Guys, I'm just going to give these away to listeners and, until someone comes in that can, you know, appraise these. Yeah. What if you end up giving one away that's the worst? Right. The most? That's okay. Then good. So, then yeah, then, then the a listener wins. Okay, cool. Oh. I love that. What do I care? I want everybody to be happy. Then I put I put another ghost one for Halloween up. I have so many Beanie Babies. This is the greatest day. Ray, you're going to regret selling them all to me. It, it really was just too much stuff in my vehicle. I don't yeah. believe they're worth any more than $100. In my heart, they are because I'm also going to treat our listeners to them. So if you watch us on Facebook right now, you can see my two Beanie Babies of, of choice on my desk. Don't you feel like Halloweened up with this ghost one here? <laughs> yeah. I went to a therapist once that had a big bag of Beanie Babies similar to that, and I got to go through it and pick whichever Beanie Baby resonated with me the most, and then I talked to it like it was me. Really? She starts crying right now. <laughs> We're like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the Beanie Babies have triggered her, just me having them here. Um, well, I'm just saying you could do that exercise on yourself if you wanted. Two segments ago, Raymundo's like, I have all these Beanie Babies. I'm trying to sell them. And I bought every single... I have 200 Beanie I mean, Babies so, and so four many. Barbies and a Buzz Lightyear back here. What are you going to yeah. do with those? I mean, I'm giving them away. Oh. Everything must go. It's hilarious. But Mike D told me during that last break that he may have found someone that could come and appraise these. Oh, my goodness. You will never hear the end of it if I make any money off these. We can renegotiate them. No, we can't. The it's, deal's over. it's over. It's no, over. This is like... A, Storage Wars. You sold your you did. your box. Let's get going here with the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Tiger King 2 premieres November 17th on Netflix. And generally, we don't care. No. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah, nah, not really. Tiger King 1 was awesome because it was right when the pandemic hit. We were pretty much locked inside. We were all amazed at the train wreck that was Joe Exotic. Now we're kind of annoyed that it won't go away. Yeah. However, let me play you a little clip. Let me see if the spark hits again, okay? You may be wondering, how could there be another season of Tiger King while Joe Exotic is in prison? It's a fair question. Here's a clip from the trailer that just dropped. You have a prepaid call from Joe Exotic. There's an innocent man in prison. There were monies from the zoo. It's not there making money. So he's behind bars. Carol Baskin is closing in on ownership of the zoo. They continue with five more episodes, more backstories, more motivation, and more secrets of America's most notorious big cat owners. Mm. Do we care? No. no. Slightly. I do slightly. You do? From that trailer? Like from what? Slight. More about Carol or him? I don't know. I don't know why, but I was really, mm. like, have no interest. I was at a one out of ten. Now I'm at a 2.8. Okay. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, please. Fill us in. 
I'll probably watch an episode to okay. see if I care about the other four. We'll follow your lead. Why does his voice sound so high? Like, it's always been Joe Exotic, but this sounds extremely high. Maybe on the phone, it just is really trebly. You know, yeah. pay phones. Yeah, that, prison phones. Those prison. jail phones aren't yeah. nice. <laughs> when that show came out, though, we were all enthralled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. I wonder if it had come out when we weren't all trapped in our houses, what would have happened? I think, to be fair, it came out right before we were all trapped. So we were Just most in. people watched it while they were trapped. Gotcha. So, November 17th, new Tiger King on Netflix. Three schools, Mott Road, Enders Road, and Fayetteville Elementary near Syracuse, New York, which were on the air there, shout out. They're saying no Squid Game costumes for students this year as they dress up for Halloween. Thoughts? I mean, I, I think that that's okay. But then can you be like a slasher? Huh? Can you be Jason? Not Ooh. that they're going to be 80s movie horror characters, but are we just holding Squid Games to a higher standard because it's new? I oh, would Is this an elementary bet- school? Yeah. Okay. No murder characters at all? Uh, yeah, I would bet that there's a rule against all those different things, but since Squid Game is in the news, they mm-hmm. feel the need to make this a priority to say no to. You would bet correct. Oh. Because the horror films Scream and Friday the 13th are already banned by the district. Oh. But we got to make sure that we have no murderer costumes. I- I'm fighting for Squid Game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm fighting that they get represented in school. But that's okay. It's, uh, I think it's fine. I also think it'd be fine if they dressed up as those little red guys with the mask on. Yeah, because there's no blood there's or no any blood kind or, of murder no, stuff. no gun. Yeah. You have kids around this age, Eddie. If yes. they wanted to dress in the blue or green track suit for Squid Game, would you let them? First off, they wouldn't even know what that was because I wouldn't let them watch it. And that might be what they're trying to do. Like, guys, stop showing your kids this movie or this show. So that could be it. But, I mean, if it was just a tracksuit and it was maybe an inside joke to them, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. They need, like, a Kids Bop version of this show. You know how Kids Bop will do songs? They'll make, make it, it The kids will sing it, make it cleaner. Take all the bad words yeah, out. Yeah, they should do, like, Octopus Challenge instead of Squid Game. Oh. And it'd be a slightly more friendly version <laughs> so then they can feel like they watched it i mean again That's i always funny. keep going back to the hunger games thing and it's like people dressed up as katniss or and they murdered each other in that pita show. or gail yes and i mean those were people they were fighting to the death so it's just it's a little weird i don't know and like my son's a ninja for halloween this year and ninjas have probably been on tv killing people at some point they do I mean, what do we do? I yeah. don't know. What do we do? I mean, I was Freddy Krueger when I was in, I don't know, fifth grade. But hey, at times school? Were, times were no. different than Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, like, times were different. I guess so. We had the Victrola. You know, we'd all sit around. <laughs> I, we'd gather around the record player. Ah, uh, good yeah. days. I was a pretty woman once as a kid. <laughs> Hooker. And I walked up and down my street. So <laughs> I don't know what my parents were thinking. We need a clean version of that show for the kids. Uh, kids Bob's funny because they would take a, a song like, I'm in love with the stripper. But then the kids would be singing it, and they'd be like, I'm in love with the flipper. <laughs> and then you'd hear like a dolph, and then they'd sing it. Yeah, they still do it. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember when they did um, WAP. They did the kids' version of WAP. What they say for go? that one? I don't, re- I, think, I don't remember, but I remember going, well, boy, they've achieved everything. Pop. 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 Um, yeah, hop. It, <laughs> That's a good one. Hop. There's not an official version. They just got some kids to sing it. Okay, fair enough. A commercial truck loaded with 50 beehives overturned in Maine on Monday. Oh, no. There were bees flying all over the crash scene. A commercial flatbed truck loaded with 50 beehives overturned after striking a car that apparently veered in front of it. 
well, that sucks. One, for the person that owned the beehives that were yeah. moving them. Yeah. And then two, I mean, you don't even try to go fix that wreck until you get someone in the right suit. Right. It's going to be a bit more delayed to even go in and try to help. Because unless you're covered up, I mean, you could die from a bunch of bee stings if you're allergic. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that's 50 beehives and there's like, how many bees can be in a hive? Hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't, I don't know. really know the number. I was going to say a lot. I didn't know the number either. That's why I went hundreds and hundreds of thousands it's like and looking thousands. like at the jar of jelly beans and guessing. <laughs> Could never win those. Yeah. Uh, that's your news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I was talking about sending Ray to New York because Ray wants to go to Harlem to cover what awards? The Soul Train Awards? Yep, on BET. And so I think that's interesting. And if Ray really wants to do it, Scuba, what's the new budget at? I could send him all in for how much money? So we're looking at about three ninety four now with a cheaper airline. Keeping the same hotel. I don't want to get into the whole lunchbox thing again. I sent him to a bad hotel. Oh, you'll do it to me, but you won't do it to Ray? Cool. Well, he learned from you. I learned from it, so I'm moving on <laughs> from that. Um, and then Ray says he's going to eat the cost of transportation and food, so that kind of helps in the budget. So, Ray, if I give you $400, mm-hmm. you will go and cover this. <laughs> yeah! No, no, no. That's a, how, do you, how do you know you'll get credentialed? Uh, we're still working on that. It's a get, process. Get credentialed, but this ticket thing's got to happen quick. Yep. Because the flights will go up. I already what? messaged him back and said I need to know ASAP. We make decisions real quick in country music. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay music. for that trip at 400 bucks mm-hmm. if you can get credentialed. Yeah! Okay? Yep. Uh, also, we had posted on Facebook about it, Morgan had, and someone goes, this is this is a rehearsed bit. What do you mean rehearsed? I don't know. What? I've never been accused of something being real. I will say this. We have never rehearsed a bit in the history of this show. <laughs> never. Ever. We don't have a script. <laughs> the sh- most of the show doesn't know what I'm going to talk about until I talk about it. But somebody wrote rehearsed bit under, and maybe that's a compliment because it sounded so good. <laughs> in fact, for ever since I've, for 15 years here, if we've been talking about something that we want to talk about on air, you make everybody stop talking. So that way it's genuine reaction on the air. And like, even today, apparently you're talking about something and you said, hold on, we're not going to talk about it. I want you to be triggered live on the air. <laughs> okay. True. Which I didn't say on the air, but I'll bring that up now if you want. If Let you me want just to. say this. First of all. <laughs> 40% of you on Facebook suck. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. I'm going to say it. Only wow. 40%? Yeah. You, really? You suck. The other 60%, we, we're cool. But some of you guys are just awful. I would never want to hang out with you. They're just terrible on Facebook. I wouldn't, and if I met you in real life, I would not want to be your friend. You do not seem like a good person. Based on the way they're acting now. Yeah, based on the way they yeah. act on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Right. In person, they probably won't act that way. I don't know. They're... Pretty turdy kind of people. Okay. <laughs> um, but that being said, Morgan, by the way, before I jump off this, what's the percentage you say of crappy people on Facebook? Oh, like 80%. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. wow more than that. <laughs> well, she's on there all the time. Yeah, that is rough. <laughs> I mean, I don't go over there that often, but I, I, we have never rehearsed a bit for the, we've rehearsed like when Old Dominion came in and played uh, karaoke for us. They did a rehearsal before we went live to make sure they could play the song without a lead singer. They did, but we didn't. Yeah. There's yeah. no rehearsal. I don't know why I got so triggered by that. Um, also, let me mention this. And I don't know if this is bad or not, but I was on Instagram yesterday, and I follow Jesse James Decker, and she said, hey, this is a diet that works for me. I do this diet. And then she had posted a diet that she had created, something that she does. I don't know if it's most days or every day. I didn't think much about it because I don't go to social media to look for how I eat. Meal plans, yeah. So then I see on TikTok, she's just getting crushed for it. So, Mike, if you could put that up on the screen for me. No, it's not up there. It's frozen. Um, 
she posted her diet and I will read it to you and you tell me if this triggers you because you have a whole podcast about disordered yes. eating and I don't know if it's disordered eating or not. Well, I don't know. It depends for everybody, but yes, I we have Outway which is to help people get to recovery if they have disordered eating behaviors or eating disorders, but um that I do with a licensed dietitian that specializes in eating disorders. So, uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't it? seen it. So has it okay. been taken down? She took it down. Oh, okay. And she then she down. wrote, well, I guess I'll just post recipes of stew or something. I'm not sure what she oh. said. <laughs> I was not triggered by it. Okay. I also don't go to social media and base my life around what people are saying. But I'm not the target audience here. Okay? Right. So here you go. It was written, my secret bread and protein diet. Star, wake up, drink water, and work out before breakfast. Okay. 10.30 a.m. breakfast, protein shake, 20 grams of protein with almond milk. Okay. Lunch, two slices of toast with butter. That's it? Snack at 3 p.m. Dr. Kellyanne collagen coffee powder with her vanilla collagen creamer. Dinner, six ounces of meat and veggies. That's it? Dessert. Phage total fat-free yogurt with honey and four raspberries, six blueberries, and three strawberries. Star, don't eat past 6.30, walk on the treadmill or cardio for 20 minutes after dinner or dessert, one gallon of water with electrolyte powder. And that's what she posted, mm-hmm. right? I was not triggered, but I am not the, the person that's reading this. It could be moved in a direction, good or bad. That's why I bring it to you because yeah. a lot of people were, and I would like your feedback. I don't think that she meant any harm by I don't it, either. But I personally would have, I'm luckily in a healthy, I'm in recovery so I would see that and move past it and not think twice about it. For someone that is in in the throes of an eating, sor- eating disorder or has disordered behaviors, they might see that and think, oh, wow, look at Jesse James Decker. Look at her body. If I do exactly what she's doing, I might have that, which is just not the case. That's not how any diet works. And I'm very, I used to be on every diet in the world and now I'm very anti-diet very anti-diet culture and it's hard to get away from that when posts like that continue to go up her sharing exactly what she does is not going to work for her followers it might because she's clearly at a calorie deficit anytime you're not consuming enough you may lose weight but you're not getting what your body needs like that is and then to tell someone to stop eating at a certain point you just have to be self-aware enough of yourself that that's not going to work for you. But if you're not in a healthy place, you're not going to see it and you'll probably try to mimic her. She did say in her her writing, I'm not saying this works for everybody. I'm not being paid for this, but this is what I do. But why? So why do it? I don't know. I, right. I, that's just what I would ask in a really kind way. I like Jesse James Decker a lot. But when you become, I used to do this kind of stuff on my podcast. I would share on four, like four things Amy Brown and I would get emails from people that were saying, I really don't appreciate that you're putting out what you eat out there all day. You're triggering to me. You do these juice cleanses and I would promote that. But then once I learned and I got on the other side of recovery, I was like, oh, wow. So I had to unlearn and relearn how I talk about food because I don't, the last thing I want to do is cause somebody to uh, continue down the path of their disordered eating. If you're an influencer, though, you have a responsibility. She has millions of girls following her. So you have to think about that. And when I got defensive at first because I didn't think what I was doing was wrong. But once I learned and I, I actually listened, I stopped getting defensive and I just restructured how I put content out there. And it's not necessary for me to share with anyone what I ate in a day. 
Sometimes I like to see what people eat, though, because it makes me like <laughs> good. I'm going to be honest with you. I do like when they post food because I'm like, dang, that looks good. Oh, I yeah, should get some of that. Food. Like, you can say, ooh, I oh. made this. It's good. Like, and my friend Mike Sines will post Chipotle, and I'm like, got to go to Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. but Here, for, yeah. This is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And I ran this by you because this is what you talk about a lot. Yeah. People were crushing her. I don't think she deserves to be crushed. No, I, do, mm-hmm. I do believe this can be a learning lesson for all involved. And I don't think that... I mean, there were some brutal takedowns of her. I don't think she was posting it with any sort of intent other than this is what I do. Maybe it can help you. But I do think she probably has learned at the same time, hey, I probably shouldn't do this. Let's stop canceling folks. Yeah, no, she doesn't deserve to be canceled. If anything, yeah, she can she can learn from it. And she may not agree with what I'm saying or what other people are saying. But for people to attack her, that's not healthy dialogue. Healthy dialogue is being like, hey, stuff like that can actually cause an eating disorder for a young girl that's following you. Yeah, don't attack people. Don't attack me for rehearsed bits. Amy and I rehearsed bits for two hours <laughs> last night. We sat on the phone. I said, Amy, here's what I'm going to say. And then you come at me with this. Yeah. And then I, when, I put, when I tug my ear, let me talk again. Y'all did great. Thank you. We yeah. really oh, yeah. turned it off. Hold on. And scene. Yeah. yeah, it is. Good job. Good job. Good, good job. job. Amy good didn't job. look at her script once. No, thank you. I know. I memorized it. A Kentucky high school is investigated after students appear to give teachers and the principal lap dances during homecoming week festivities. What? Boy, this is where we go. What? I'm so confused. (laughs) Holy moly. What kind of homecoming are they having there? (laughs) Uh, What do you want? You want the headline again so we can slowly kind of slice it up? I need to break down the headline and then also what happened. A Kentucky high school. Okay, I can picture that. Okay. They're being investigated after the students. Okay are giving the teachers and the principal lap dances during homecoming week festivities. I mean, homecoming week festivities do get a little crazy. What? But they don't (laughs) get lap dancing? The photos caught national attention on Twitter. Someone shared them from Hazard High School's own Facebook page. I mean, I'm looking at... Amy, you want to see the picture? Is it? Yes. I'm looking at a kid basically... No! Stalking. Is that a guy? Is it a guy? Is it a boy and boy? Is that boy on boy? Yeah, it's a yes, man pageant. But he's dressed at, yeah, and they have like oh. women's clothes on. Okay. Some of them do. Well, okay. The I photo can... includes uh, includes cheerleaders appear to be dressed in Hooters waitress uniforms. Oh my gosh. And carrying mugs that look like they had alcohol in them. Mm. One shot appeared to show a male student giving school principal Donald Mobellini who's also the mayor, a lap dance. Okay. okay. He's the mayor too. Why is this happening? <laughs> the I... superintendent of school, Susan Combs, has launched an investigation. The school Facebook page promoted the event as part of homecoming week. Now, everything I'm seeing looks wrong. I'm reading the yes. story. I'm seeing the pictures. Do I think anyone was hurt by it? No. No, but you got to be smart enough as an educator to know you can't do this. <laughs> right. And there's, there's probably a lot of stuff that you think's okay that have no, like, harm on... you. Did, this is what happens. Who gets, thought this was okay? Well, multiple people, clearly. Yeah, that's what's crazy. And that's what's... As a parent, that's what's so difficult to understand. It's like you send your kids to a place for eight hours a day, assuming they're in the hands of super responsible people that are going to make good decisions for your children. And then this is what they deem okay. And also they gave out some paddlings. What well, does that mean? There's a picture that oh, were paddlings given out where there's... Um, it looks like, like a, a somebody, an older person spanking a... a uh, okay. With- this just is getting crazier and crazier. Do I again? I'm going to say it again. Do I think that anybody was hurt by this? No. I do not. However, there is a lapse in a lot of people's judgment here. 
People who we count on to not have lapses in judgment. Um, I can't believe it. I can't believe this would happen at a school. I honestly, th- my mind is blown. I mean, that principal is laughing and that, I mean. I don't understand the theme, though. He, like, what was the theme of this? Well, because, I mean, let's homecoming. Do, the theme was, let's do everything we can do to get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if it gets out, that's the theme. I mean, I remember, yes, like guys dressing up as cheerleaders, like when I, and they Powder get. Powder puff? Yeah, makeup and go out and do a dance and whatever, but. We didn't do makeup. Next level. No lab dances? No, we didn't. I don't think so. Yeah, that's weird to do. In the middle of a gym. But I'm glad it's a, part of me is just at least glad it was like a guy dressed up and like having fun and being like, oh, look at me on the male principal. If it if it was a young cheerleading girl doing that to the male principal, mm, I'd be freaking out level. way worse. Yeah. Well, shout out to them. <laughs> we we've never talked about this Kentucky town before. Yeah, they made the news. So, hey, good for you guys. So, did they get fired or suspended? They're, everybody's under investigation. I know, but, but Heck, I, who, I think though? we even are in investigation now because we saw the pictures. Well, but the mayor is the principal. Like, who's going to investigate this? Like, how high does it go? <laughs> the governor, Governor Brashear from Kentucky's got to come in and crack down. Uh, so, I saw that. Let's see what else is happening. Over on the phones, we have Savannah in Florida. Hi, Savannah. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are y'all? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Okay, so I heard you talking about the Thai beating babies, which my mom has thousands of those in her closet, so I'm not interested in those. But um, you said that there was a Buzz Lightyear, and my three-year-old loves Buzz Lightyear. And if you're going to give him away, my son also loves mail. Okay, hold on. Oh, you're going to look through the bin right now? And it's a pretty big Buzz Lightyear, too. Like what? Look at this. Oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. Oh, that's a toy toy. Come on. Oh, that's huge. I thought it was a beanie Hold baby. On a no, it's not a beanie baby. Hold on, I don't have any headphones in. Does it need batteries? Does it work? Yeah, hit the button, Bones. Uh, he usually says his little catchphrases. Okay, everybody relax. To infinity. Right. And beyond. And right. beyond. I was trying to act like he was hitting the everybody button. Everybody relax. Hold on. I don't okay. have any headphones on. Bobby's putting his headphones Okay, so I have a buzz light. You're here. Where do you live? Savannah, is that what you said? In Lake City, Florida. Okay. I think we have mail that goes out there. That's why I was asking. <laughs> um... No, nah, the, the button's broke. The battery's from oh, back no. in the day. Can we wrap this up and send it to her, Scuba? Yeah, we have okay. boxes for that, no problem. Yeah, we'll send it. I don't know if you can see us on our feed right now, on our Facebook feed, but it's probably, what, a foot tall? You should sign the bottom like yeah. Andy signs it. You should sign it Bobby Bones. Okay, I'll sign the bottom of the foot like oh, Woody. Oh, will be in heaven. All right, well, thank you for the call. Appreciate it, and we will send this out in the mail, um, if not today, tomorrow, okay? Okay, thank you. I'll right. be so excited. All right, uh, wait, stay on the phone, though. Don't hang up. We got to get your information. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jerry in Pennsylvania is also on the phone. Hi, Jerry. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, I was just going to weigh in on your Beanie Baby thing real quick. Um, a friend of mine collects them and has probably pretty much everyone ever made. But there is a Princess Dive version. It's a dark, either dark blue or dark purple. I'm colorblind, so don't go by me. But And it has a green rose on its chest. And there are certain versions of it that go for an excess of six to ten thousand dollars. Oh my god! Is what? it this one right here, purple with a flower on its chest? Yes. Yeah. It, it, you have to oh my Google gosh. it. There's a the card. The heart shaped card has got a saying inside. I have a heart shaped it, card. It's based upon. It, it's based upon the font and the saying. Uh, if you Google it, you'll see the different versions. I have one. Mine's only worth about 300 Okay. There are certain versions that are worth thousands. Oh, wow. I, I've opened the card. It says, like an angel, she came from heaven above. She shared her compassion, her pain, her love. She only stayed with us long enough to teach the world to share, to give, to reach. 
Well, the one that I'm seeing now is worth at least $399. Oh, oh wow. This one's worth. Ray, I'm, oh. I'm not even gambling anymore and I'm losing money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, thanks for that call. We appreciate that. I, I'm going to. Uh, Absolutely. You guys have a great day. All right. See you later. That do you, do is you feel wild. a little guilty? No, no. He could have done anything with these and he didn't. Yeah, he, he said he didn't have time. Idiot. Okay. I, have I a, mean, that took like 30 seconds. And there's ready. one here and I don't know if, if it's the same one, but it's going for $25,000. Oh, wow. That's similar oh to God. this one. I'm going to let Mike D hold this and kind of check it out. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about the Tony Romo story real quick, just because I've teased it. Uh, we talked about this a couple days ago. During the football game, during the uh, Bucks football game, Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown pass, which hasn't been done. Mike Evans catches it, gives it to a person in the crowd, just because he didn't remember that the next touchdown pass was a big one. The kid, the guy who gave the ball back, could have made... Half a million dollars off the ball. But he was like, no, nah, I'll give it back. But instead, I want two signed helmets. I want two. As this was happening, here's the clip of Tony Romo talking on the show. He's like, we need that ball. That's 600. What? Really? So what do you want? A million? No. Oh, no a this, day with this, Giselle. This a day with on. Giselle and I'm in. Tom? Okay, Tom will do it. He'll love it. One time. You got it. So people are crushing Tony Romo. For what? For going, you're offering a date with Giselle. It's a joke. No, it's, a jo- it's the dumbest thing I've ever and Gis- heard. Giselle's oh a supermodel. It's like, it's a joke. And it's also a compliment to Tom Brady. Yeah. You yeah. have a supermodel wife. You have everything. And the guy's like, a million dollars, a date with Giselle. But people are trying to cancel Tony Romo for his creepy Giselle comment. Oh, my. I don't. So let me ask the women on the show. Okay. Because I in no way took that as creepy. I thought it was Tony Romo just trying a little shtick. And I thought it was mildly humorous. He's not paid to be a comedian. But is that creepy to you? I didn't find it creepy at all. I don't know if now I'm going to get canceled for saying that, but like as a woman, I wasn't offended by it at all. Morgan? No, I'm not offended by it. I would be complimented if I was Giselle. I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool. I'm hot, I guess. Like, Here are some of the some of the messages. Tony Romo suggesting Brady trade a date with his wife for the 600th touchdown ball is just weird and borderline creepy. It's... But but he didn't sound creepy about it at no, all. And he was joking. And it wasn't like he was being he literally saying, "Here, take my wife for a night," like indecent proposal or something. Dang, that's old school. Yeah. Uh, well, is that a good movie? <laughs> that is inappropriate. Just- <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys can hit us up if you'd like. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. We'll be back in a minute. What are you reading it? We I need to song. see that handwriting. No. No, no, I was just saying bye. Ray was going to hit the button, and then Ray was confused. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from New Hampshire. A 56-year-old woman was walking through Walmart. Like, ooh, you know what I mean? There's some cologne. No, I'm not going to take that. That's a nice watch. Nope. Oh, there's a blind lady with a dog. She has her back turned, and she stole the blind lady's dog, what? the service dog. <gasps> And she tried to walk out of the store, but people stopped her, called police, and she was arrested. Oh, my. That's a bad person, right? This is more than a bonehead. I mean, was it a French bulldog? Because then I would understand. They're pretty cute. I saw one People steal those like crazy. Yeah, you get a lot of money back for those. (laughs) No, that sucks. So 
was it as a dog it, she wanted to sell? Or uh, They said they don't know why, but she did uh, violate her probation from Pennsylvania where she also had theft charges. Mm. Yeah, she's She a might be a klepto. klepto. Mm-hmm. But is, is a klepto still an animal? If a klepto, I, I, she would have stole I, the cologne and she just stole clothes. No, maybe it starts there and then you go bigger. Like she already, you steal little things and the then you... The problem with stealing a dog is then you got to feed it. Yeah. Then you have to raise it. Then you also stole it from a blind lady who can't walk out of the store. That's terrible. It's a bad person. Yeah. Like, this is, but but she got busted, so this is also a tell me something good, right? Yeah, I mean, you must be on something. No, it's a, it's a bonehead. Yeah, I know, but I mean, she got the dog. The dog got back to the blind person. Yeah, is that so. true? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's a bonehead tell me something good reunion, <laughs> family yeah. reunion. Well, that's like a crossover episode. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just can't believe someone, anyone. I know no. there are bad people would steal a dog from a blind person. So bad. And then I'm assuming she goes back to jail? Yeah, so she's arrested. Now she's facing more charges in Pennsylvania, and she'll be behind bars for a while. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. There's a guy under house arrest, and he is now asked to be put in jail instead of being stuck in his house because he says living with his wife is hell. Oh, my. That must be really bad. It's funny. They must hate each other. Can you imagine you'd rather go to jail, like to the big house, Mm -hmm. than just with all these people, all these dudes you don't know that could stab, that could do all kinds of bad stuff to you at any time. You'd rather do that than stay with this one woman. Yeah, I need to know what's going on there. Yeah, me too. They have been fighting. He went to the judge and said, listen, I'd rather just be in jail. (laughs) I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow on The Bobby Bones Show. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.